0: Gators. Wow, can you believe it's the Raiders versus Ravens game for Monday Night Football, September 13th in Las Vegas, with fans in the stadium? Everyone is charging $100 plus just to get in, and drink prices are outrageous. FanFest Vegas only has a $25 cover with your first draft free. And look, They're only four blocks from the stadium at Valley View and Diablo. Also, they have real former Super Bowl champion players from the Raiders, like all-time sack leader Greg Townsend in the house. Plus, one lucky fan will win two tickets for the game at the 4 p.m. raffle. Honey, join us at FanFest Vegas tailgate party with DJ and live fans. For tickets and information, go to FanFestVegas.com
1: and welcome to coach's corner on the highway radio network i'm your host coach jim bola and fan fest prior to the raiders game on monday you just heard the commercial spot for that all children 12 and under will be admitted for free it's only 25 dollars cover charge to get in we've got reasonable pricing for food there i'll be actually broadcasting my show from fan fest at two o'clock uh, there'll be a lot of celebs there. there will be uh, Bob Golick, uh, former Raider, Browns, uh, Greg Townsend is scheduled to be there. Willie Gold is scheduled to be there, among some of the other people that will be there. So if you're coming to the game, make sure you stop at FanFest for a great tailgating experience. It's inside, outside, uh, and as I said, great food prices and things of that nature. So again, welcome to the Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. Ninety six nine, ninety four nine. And we've got Coach Marcus Arroyo talking about the game, uh, double overtime loss, but more importantly, getting ready to play at Arizona State in a hostile environment. So we're gonna bring you this uh press conference that he did yesterday. This is courtesy of UNLV.
2: Obviously, uh extremely disappointed to, uh, to, to to not have pulled it off last night, like I said, after the game. But um, after looking at the tape and going through it with the guys, um, almost impossible to to not acknowledge the growth and the good stuff that we saw in a lot of the guys and a lot of things that we did. And uh, we really do hone in on that because that good stuff is worth celebrating for our group and, and making sure we acknowledge because if you, can't, if you can't give that feedback back to the guys in the world we live in right now and, and all the information they get, then what good is it at all as you as you move forward and you really plant the seed to, to doing something right. So um, we did some really good stuff. Uh, we went back to the tape. It was obviously quite a few days ago now. We've already moved on um, in the coaching life. I think you turn that over in, in 24 hours or less, and then you move on. So um, I thought they did a good job, real resilient. They didn't flinch, and that's something that's been big within our culture. Uh, they played tough and physical. I really liked the way the defense started off and in the run game started to pick up, um, really the culture and, 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 and the identity of them um, in relationship to what we want to get done as a brand of football not perfect lots of room for improvement there but started off in the right way thought communication was really good i think three takeaways is really a big thing to celebrate that's a big deal uh, empirically when you look at uh, keys to victory and how to win a football game um then we got to make sure we take care of it on the other end um you're one or two plays away from games like that you saw it all over the country all over the weekend uh where anybody uh, anywhere can make it happen and i think that's the biggest thing that we've noted to our group as we grow is It's not about who or where it's about what what wins football games and making sure we articulate that and that we get through the uh ignore the noise and get through actually how we can get better as a football program to win games like that down the stretch um you know things to be made things to corrections to be made i think the penalty battle is a big thing we picked on too we gotta we gotta be a disciplined football group um to make sure we don't put ourselves behind the stakes we're we're not there yet to overcome that overcome those type of things so uh, that penalty battle the turnovers we had some what we call drive killers and things that, that, that uh, hold you back from successful drives. Uh, we make sure we highlight those and, and, and see opportunities missed, albeit protection or a audible or a progression on a big play where maybe we think we've got exactly what we want. And we just uh, don't, don't execute in that regard. So we make sure that we get back to that and make sure the whole team sees that our 111th or our 105th, um, uh, our 1, 105th, and my job is really, really contingent on everything we do um, as a player and as a coach uh, to get everything done in the course of what only is 70 plays um, an average in a game. Uh, there was a, you know, a couple of decisions there. Um, I think the special teams goals were really good. They showed up, did some good things. There was a critical area on special teams on a return and we should have touched back, but all learning things. I think that field position is a big thing we talk about a lot because we know that sticks out analytically um, for, for keys to victory for us. So we, we visit that a lot. It has to do with a lot on special teams. Um, other than that, I thought you know some some standout performances. Gute did a great job. Cooey uh, did a great job. Godfrey and Fuller on special teams. Um, AJ did a nice job. Who you will meet with later and, and on the defense, a guy who we've moved uh, similar to many guys we moved on defense, move around and find a spot. He, he he did an excellent job as one of the few guys as one of the guys that we saw. Cam Oliver, another guy who continues to find the ball. He's just a ball hawk. Uh, the football gods love that guy. He yeah, has since high school, so uh, he's done a great job. You know, um, at the end of the day, I think that the thing that we also look at is is just more. there's a more engaged group, more engaged than each other. And I think that's going to end up being really, really good in the long haul. You can see that in our culture. Our bodies are in great shape. We look different. We play different. We look faster, stronger than we looked before. Um, I think that that seeing the guys stick together was awesome. And I think that, uh, you know, there was probably, as we look back, one of the things we're real ultra critical about as coaches is were there any surprises we saw on offense or defense or special teams that maybe, we didn't prepare our guys for because worse than this is anybody else. Starting with me, uh, lots of room for all of us as coaches and crew, me to improve. Um, but I think collectively, um, do not do not uh, uh, shy away from the fact that we we, we got better. Coach, week week two is normally the most difficult <clears throat> week to start going like prepping because you don't know what adjustments the teams are going to make. How do how do you perceive that box? well I, I don't know you know week two, there's two ways there's a lot of things happen week two, week two is also a, a great week for growth in a lot of ways depending on what what kind of environment and landscape you're going into you know I think that there's can be great gains from week one to week two in growth you see a team um, see see what they did finally in a game with true preparation see if they can correct some of that stuff now you put that together with who you're playing and where you're playing and uh, at the time or what it may be, and you got to make sure you, that doesn't get outside of what you need to get done. What I mean by that is we're going into on the road for the first time and really in our program in a really hostile environment with crowd, with a really good football team, with a well-coached football team, um, with a you know class that's been recruited for four or five years there. So that's going to be a challenge in itself, but then you got to still execute what wins and fix the things from the week before. So the challenge really is to make sure that you, you kind of bullet point those things out, make sure that they can regurgitate that stuff to you. What do we need to fix from last week? And then what can we expect going into this week? And uh, I think that test is something they're excited for. I think more than anything I've said, it, and I'll say it till, till, till we're done here, is the fact that I think that uh, our practice is the way that we're going to see how we grow. Our practices are built to give guys situational football an awareness and awareness and fundamentals that are going to give them a chance. And to get it deliberately, to get the deliberate intent in practice and ramp that thing up like it would be in a game is really the most critical piece to our program. So. We can truly try to elevate the standard and practice to make sure on Saturday, um, Saturday night in a hostile environment we can try to deal with as much as we can uh, prior to getting there. Coming into this week against what are some things you'd like to see your team build on? Well, I think I mentioned some of them there, Tina. I think the uh, obviously taking care of the football, um, you know, doing a good job on third down. I liked our Reds going scoring last week, five of five, but we need to make need uh, a couple more touchdowns in there would be nice. Finish those drives out. Um, I like that we took the ball away and we got points off of these 15 points off turnovers. That was good. Just uh, a couple more sevens in there would be nice. Um, I think protection is going to be a big deal. It's something that we're growing with. We've got uh, a chemistry up front that's really finally together for the first time with Coach Woods and his communication. Uh, in the short time he's been here, done a great job. Um, uh, defensively, there's obviously some things with eyes and, uh, and, and making sure our fits and run fits and communication to continue to improve. I think we saw that happen. Uh, but we've now we've got two you know really pr- two really really good running backs to face um, a great quarterback some elite skill players so uh great challenge great challenge for us to continue to find ways to what wins it won't change every week that's that's the key it doesn't changing winning football games doesn't change every week that's the beauty of it um, unfortunately there's a lot of things that get guys tangled up and get you looking in different directions that are out in front of them um, but finding a way to win a football game is still the same start at
3: quarterback
2: uh, Doug was a quarterback. Uh, he did a tr- fantastic job um, getting in the game, sparking, I said, it when we go into but they're both probably going to play. Uh, provided a great spark. Did really build off of uh, some a lot of things he did well in camp. Missing those five days in camp, I think, were the one thing that kind of set him back slowly. But um, I think he came back and, and came into that game and did a heck of a job. And uh, I'm excited to see him get in it with, with a true week going in as the guy for the first time. And uh, excited to see him grow. If we have to, but Doug's a starter. What do you think of how
1: Brumfield uh, threw the ball? There were some drops, so was it the receivers?
2: Was it Yeah, that was. No, no, sure you can't say we can't say that. Uh, you want to recruit guys who can who can utilize the football field and throw it all around. Um, no, we have to catch the ball. There was there was too many seven drops were one of the drive killers that, that showed up for us, uh, especially in critical moments in the game. Um, we talked about it uh, and and, and owned it. Um, And what we need to get done that's one of the examples of things we can get better at but i think those guys just being in that moment with Doug throwing that ball at that at that speed and and that timing is is critical the timing together that chemistry is something you work on you know and your first few games your first few games together that's going to be something that's going to happen and uh you got to make sure you turn it over and make sure you you continue to elevate that because those are hard those are hard to come back from as we saw Jaden daniels is one of the better quarterbacks in the country um, last week's quarterback can move around a little bit. Jay can move around. Does that, that does that help you going into the game having a mobile quarterback who you just faced and then come back the from Jay? Yeah, no. Jaden's I shoot under Jayden for years. Obviously, at high school and recruiting him in his time, he's a fantastic quarterback. He's he's a, he can be a dual threat guy, um, smart, and he's been in that system. He's been with those that, those guys. He's got some chemistry with those guys. He's been with Herm there uh, for a while, which is really good. Um, he's done a great job, man. He's a I think you know that's kind of the the what you're getting college football now is guys who can move around so we've got to be able to contain that contain him because he will make some plays with legs but he can also spin it down the field uh, no different than the guy last week you know special guys who've been in their systems for a long time with chemistry outside so um, he, we've got we got a good test outside good test with him Anything else? Another. Uh... You know, I, I think that uh, the one thing that's hard at, at running back that, that internally is, is, is probably mis—I should say not misunderstood—but hard to know is that the, the running back and the scheme design. When you change schemes, there's a there's a timing to it. There's a mesh to it, you know. And I think that he's finally gotten used to being in the pistol and back in the dot. He hadn't had a bunch of dot runs before, and so his style does fit going downhill. You know, as we saw, um, he's trusting the scheme. He trusts the he trusts the line, as you can see. Uh, he had to get warmed up a couple times. He was picking his, his feet were down. He was kind of getting through it. And then as he got warmed up, he started picking them up and, and, and really leaning into it, which was good. So exciting to see him get comfortable and get him lathered up. And and uh, I think that that's you know we well know what what he's capable of doing. Um, we can continue to feed him and use him uh, use him effectively. You know, so it was good to see him get warmed up. And hopefully that continues to stay that, that chemistry with the front and, the, and and the run game and how it fits him continues to to evolve. And then just- Yeah, I mean, when you can hand the ball off to a guy who you feel really confident and being successful and, and, and making uh making putting you in advantageous you know down at distances as a quarterback, um, that's 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 always good to, good to feel you know and not having direct traffic a ton, uh, maybe it, you know albeit if it was a new brand new freshman or something like that you know, um, so I think
1: it's a good it's a good mix back there. And that was Coach Marcus Arroyo with his first weekly press conference from the Fertita Complex. You're listening to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, brought to you by the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada.
0: Psst, Bob, quick, the neighbors, there they go again. Jeez, it's like clockwork. Every weekend, he grabs his clubs, she grabs a duffel, and they're gone for the night. And when they come back, they look so relaxed and happy. Where do you think they go?
1: Well, they're not rich, so it must be affordable. Maybe some kind of marriage retreat?
0: Oh, right, with golf clubs? And she looks so refreshed. We could use some of whatever it is. Go ask them when they get back. Well, they're back. And you won't believe it. Surprise me. They've been going to Casablanca Resort and Mesquite on that $99 room and golf getaway. Sometimes they go for the $99 room and spa getaway. They love it.
1: Hey, we could afford $99, bucks and it's only a little more than an hour's drive. Let's treat ourselves.
0: Book your $99 room and golf or spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite, just like Vegas used to be. Must be 21 years or older. The autumn wind is a pirate.
1: And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. And the Las Vegas Review-Journal beat writer, Vincent Bonsignore, had a sit-down with John Gruden and had some really kind of interesting questions for you. So we're going to go over a couple of those. Um so here's one question you've brought up rising expectations general manager Mike Mayock has talked about the playoff is that a sign that things are headed in the right direction that it's okay now to talk about those things and this is Gruden's reply I'm not going to sit here and talk about the playoffs so you got a GM saying we're a playoff team you got Gruden saying I'm not talking about the playoffs that's code speak right there um I'd be very upset if we weren't a very if we weren't very confident. We won some games in our division, we won some games on the road, we've competed with some of the league's best teams. We've added some players, but we also lost some players. I'll be honest with you, I haven't seen any of these players play because of the preseason. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't on that too. I'm excited to see what's sprints out there on Monday night. Well. You're the one that made the decision not to play these players in the the, uh, exhibition game. So um, do you feel any additional pressure going on to the season? I don't really feel pressure. John Gruden said. Mark Davis is going to let me know if it's good enough or not. And I know what's good and what isn't. I'm 58 years old now, and I'm not working any less than I did when I was 38. So I'm doing the best I can. I'm proud of the results we have gotten, but I'm also realistic. I know... What's at stake? But I'm not going to worry about it. Um, question to John Gruden. Have you enjoyed the last four years of rebuilding process? You always c- enjoy it to keep things in perspective. Um, a coach really has to develop players. No matter what you do, you get you can get or who you want. It's not a fantasy football. I'm not going to say we didn't want Khalil Mack here or Amari Cooper, but you have to look at a lot of things. If you have to look at the budget of the team, you have to look at the desires of the players too, what they want. Uh, Question about Derek Carr. Speaking on a quarterback, when you took over the Raiders, everyone had Derek Carr on the first bus out of town. Yet four years later, he is here. Was that the plan all along, or did he earn that along the way? Gruden's, I came out of retirement, or whatever you call it, coach this guy i think he's pretty good i think he's going to continue to get even better if we can play better defense if we can get more possessions if we can get turnovers every once in a while in good field position that would be really helpful to any quarterback no offense to tom brady but they're the number one defense in the league that helps when you have your quarterback they don't remember all your three and outs so i think the better we get on offense on defense sorry the better our football team gets and the better we play. I've been accused of a lot of things not liking Derek Carr, not liking young players. Again, I don't have time to worry about that. You know what I mean. Um, He's right about that. They've got to get a better defense. Part of the problem is Derek Carr has not had the opportunities to really benefit by having actual time on the field because the defense in the past has been on the field so long. Um, and the next question goes to that. The defense was the worst among, uh, the worst in the NFL last year in your priority off offseason was to address it. Without the benefit of seeing it on the field yet in the game, how do you feel? Pretty good. I think everything starts up front. Now we lost some players up front on offense. That wasn't by, by design either. Obviously, we need, we need to get some salary relief to get to the $180 million. We needed to create some money to go get some players. Jonathan Hankins was unsigned. We needed to go get Yannick Nagoe. You know Max Prozzi is on the rise. You want to get Quentin Jefferson, Solomon Thomas, Ger- Gerald McCoy, and Darius Philon. There are some guys right there that have a history of inside rushers. We haven't had a history of past rushers inside at all. I don't care if you've gotten outside, so I feel much better about that. I really feel good about our secondary, Coach Ron Millis. He's developed a lot of good players. I think the addition of Casey Hayward gives us a guy that's young. Kids can look and say, okay, that's how you do it. Our linebackers getting Denzel Perryman, getting J.K. Wright, who they just signed, will be an asset to us, and hopefully Corey Littleton, Divine Diablo, and some of the younger guys will continue to get better. So defensively, that's the key for this team. Offensively, they have the weapons. Carr can throw little passes. you got Derek Waller, what might be one of the best, I don't know what you call him, tight end, slot receiver, wide out. He can play it wherever he wants to play. Um, they've got a number of players there. Uh, their running game is not bad. Offensive line has been rebuilt. But we will see what happens with this new version of the Raiders in John Gruden's fourth year. You're listening to the Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. We'll be back right after this short break. Hey, this is Bob Golick, formerly of the Los Angeles Raiders. Go Raider fans. You're listening to Coach's Corner with the coach, Jim Bola. Welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. And we have Christian Adderson of the Casablanca Hotel and Resort. And Christian, you've got this great event coming up uh, September 10th through the 12th the fourth annual Casablanca Rib Fest. So tell us a little bit about it.
3: Absolutely. We we have three of the uh, top barbecue vendors in the country coming to the Casablanca Resort uh, September 10th through 12th and, you know, these three vendors, they've been they've been going at it for a long time and have finished really well in all the major competitions. They have over 300 awards between the three of them um, competing in, in barbecue competitions across the country. And you can come out to the Casablanca Resort and get some great ribs and some great barbecue and, and try their food.
1: Yeah, so the Rib Fest is free to the public. Uh, food and beverages, you you will purchase them. But you've got some of the best, as you said, some of the best barbecue people. You have some of the some of the vendors are Austin Texas Lightning, Chicago uh, Barbecue Company, and the Texas Outlaw Barbecue. Um, and those three alone have more than 250 first place awards in their 25 years. Um, and then you've got a special guest. Who's your special guest for this?
3: Yeah, we're, we're real excited about this. We, we have the, the number one competitive eater in the, in the whole (laughs) world, uh, Joey Chestnut coming out, uh, to the Casablanca Rib Fest on Saturday, September 11th. And he's going to be here all day. He's going to be doing some great stuff. He's going to be judging some eating competitions that we have, uh, during the event. He's going to be, uh, doing an autograph session. So if you're a Joey Chestnut fan, you got to come out. You can get to meet him and get an autograph, um, right there at the event on September 11th.
1: He may, like, uh, eat all the food of one of these vendors. He may go to one of the vendors' places and just, like, destroy their, their supply.
3: Absolutely. This guy
1: is no joke. He eats 76 <laughs> hot dogs in 10 minutes
3: at the uh, the Nathan's famous uh, hot dog eating contest this July. And he's eaten over nine pounds of pulled pork is his personal record. Oh, um, and uh, it's just an amazing feat. And uh, we think it's a great tie, and I think, I think fans of barbecue are going to, Enjoy his appearance and enjoy his time at the Casablanca Rib Fest.
1: So you're also going to have some fun for uh, for people come up. You'll have some tailgating games, uh, daily eating contests. You'll have the DJ playing, uh, and then you're going to have some some friendly competitions. So tell us about uh, some of the absolutely mesquite competition that you're having.
3: Absolutely, this is you know the Casablanca Rib Fest is a is a great community event. These these fun contests really. Uh, dive into that. We're, we're gonna have a competition, a watermelon eating contest competition between the three principals in Mesquite from the high school, the middle school, <laughs> and the elementary school. And Joey Chestnut's gonna be the official judge for this competition. And the winning schools, uh, Mesquite Gaming and the Costa Resort are gonna donate $500 towards their school. And then the, one the, the, this competition has been going on for all four years of, of the event. The Mesquite Police Department's gonna take on the Mesquite Fire Department. Again, in a, in a five-person watermelon eating contest, Joey Chestnut will be our official judge for this competition. And Casablanca and Mesquite Gaming are going to be happy to donate $1,000 to the charity of choice, the Wayne department. Uh, so it's a great way for the community to get involved. Uh, like we said, we have the, the best judge of eating contest in Joey Chestnut you can have. And it's just going to be a lot of fun for the community to come out.
1: And then you also will have, you'll let the attendees will get to choose which barbecue they love the most and vote for the People's Choice Award. Um, and the team with the most votes by Sunday evening will win. How much?
3: Two thousand dollars cash. And you know this is a, a, another great way to engage the community. You know our our, our task with this Cost Rib Fest for people to come out and eat and enjoy their time. But this adds an extra fold to it. They get to vote for their favorite barbecue vendor, and uh, whoever has the most votes at the end of uh, end of the uh, the. The day on Sunday is going to win an extra $2,000 to them. So it's really important people to come out, try all three vendors, and vote for your favorite.
1: Yeah, so this is the fourth annual 2021 Casablanca Rib Fest, September 10th, 11th, and 12th, up at the Casablanca Hotel in Mesquite. So, um, Christian, I want to thank you for uh, letting our listeners know about this. And uh, like I said, I'm going to come up. I'm going to come up and check this out.
3: Absolutely, Coach. you got to vote for your favorite barbecue and uh, join the masses as you come to the Casablanca Resort on that great weekend.
1: Christian, thank you very much for uh, informing us of uh, this great event that you have. Thank you. Hey,
0: Tailgaters. Wow, can you believe it's the Raiders versus Ravens game for Monday Night Football, September 13th in Las Vegas with fans in the stadium? Everyone is charging $100 plus just to get in and drink prices are outrageous. FanFest Vegas only has a $25 cover with your first draft free. And look, they're only four blocks from the stadium at Valley View and Diablo. Also, they have real former Super Bowl champion players from the Raiders like all-time stack leader Greg Townsend in the house. Plus, one lucky fan will win two tickets for the game at the 4 p.m. raffle. Honey, join us at FanFest Vegas tailgate party with DJ and live band. For tickets and information, go to FanFestVegas.com.
1: And good news, anybody attending FanFest, if you have youngsters 12 years of age and under, they are free. So come on by at FanFest. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. I'm your host, Coach Bola. And all of our shows can be found on the internet via a number of different sources. You can go to SoundCloud, you can go to Anchor; those are two websites that have our uh, shows up, uh, and a number of different places that they send them to. Uh, you can also go to my uh, Twitter account, CoachBola52, or my Facebook page, JimBola, and they're uh, on that uh, those sites every day. And I want to thank the listeners for. tuning in on the internet. Uh, Las Vegas Aces coming off of a loss to the Chicago Sky, 92-84 in Winterest Arena in Chicago. They come home and they play now. The Minnesota Lynx, a team that's really a tough team, got a good coach. Um, And Minnesota is in the playoffs, but they are right behind the Aces. They are in second place in the Western Conference. Aces are twenty and eight. Minnesota is eighteen and nine. Um, so Minnesota really needs to get this win. Aces need the win now. The Aces have Minnesota on Wednesday. Uh, next Monday they have the Dallas Wings at home. A link. The Minnesota game is at home also, and then they're on a the road for the last two. They go back to Chicago, where they really struggled, and then they finish at the. Phoenix Mercury down in Phoenix, Arizona. So, the the, minus, the uh, way it works for the uh, WNBA playoffs is the first two teams get basically double buys into the semifinals. Everybody else is in a one-game elimination situation. So, if you're not one of the top two teams, you've got to play your butts off to stay alive. The Aces do not want to get into that. So, hopefully... Uh, they will get Derek Hamby back. They've been holding her out with a sprained ankle, and as Bill Lambeer stated in his press conference, he didn't want to risk the, the, and make it a chronic sprain. He wanted to heal really good. So rather than bring her in and then it blows up after the game and then she's out for another couple games, they, they are really being cautious with her. She looked good uh, according to the TV people doing the game. She looked good and she was out there shooting around in, in warm So, that's a good sign. So, we'll see what happens with Derrick Hamby. Liz Cambage in quarantine for COVID. Um, so, I don't know what if it's a 7-day quarantine or a 10-day quarantine. So, hopefully, we'll get her back for the game on Wednesday against the Minnesota Lynx. Minnesota Lynx have, have a great inside game. And that game will be on ESPN2. Um, against Minnesota. So, again, they finish out with the Minnesota Lynx, who is in second place. Then they have Dallas at home. And then they're on the road for the last two games, Chicago Sky, who beat them, and the Phoenix Mercury. So the Dallas Sky are in second place in the Eastern Conference. The Dallas Wings are basically out of it. And the Phoenix Mercury is in fourth place at 18 and 10, but they've been playing very well. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with our own homegrown Las Vegas Aces and Coach Bill Lambere. And if you get those two players back, uh, both healthy and ready to play, can they make this run? and be in the top two and get that double bye into the semifinals of the WNBA championship. Uh, the interesting thing is Seattle has kind of gone on a losing streak there, 19-10, and 10, um, p- putting them in third place behind Minnesota and the Aces. So you're listening to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. We'll be back right after this short break
4: coach's corner continues
1: and welcome to coach's corner on the highway radio network and we have christian adderson of the casablanca hotel and resort in mesquite nevada and he's here to tell us about the 2021 super run car show uh, which will be september 17th 18th and 19th Uh, and this is a partnership with las vegas cruising association so christian thanks for coming on the show And tell everybody about how big an event this is. This is a huge event for you guys.
3: Absolutely. Uh, The Mesquite Super Run is is a great car show event. And we're going to have over 600 cars uh, displayed over a three-day weekend here in Mesquite over September 17 through 19. So if you're a car fan, you're going to see everything up here. Vintage cars, new cars, customs, rat rods. I mean, really, if you're a car fan, you're going to see every type of car uh, up here at the Casablanca Resort over that weekend.
1: And then you've got... Uh, a lot of money to be awarded correct
3: absolutely Uh, 15,000 in cash and and drawing prizes uh, for car show participants and over 260 total awards will be given out Uh, we have a a lot of great cars and we're going to recognize those great cars that come out and participate in the mesquite super run car show
1: and a lot of those awards are based on the voting of attendees correct
3: Absolutely, one of the many great things about the Super Run event is one, it's free to the public to attend, and also the public can vote for their favorite car, and that goes to the results uh, of the contest. So when you come out to the Casablanca Resort uh, for Super Run, make sure you grab your ballot when you're while you're walking around and looking at these great cars, and vote for your favorite car.
1: Yeah, and some of, some of the events include open header cruises, slow drag competition, roaring engines. Bring your earplugs, people. Um, Burnout competition. Um, so, for more information, you can go visit superrun.com. dot com. Now, this event is this. Do you also have this spread out throughout the city of Mesquite?
3: We do. Yeah the 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 event takes place at the the Casablanca Resort. And then right across the street, uh, at the old Oasis property, we utilize that parking lot. And then you'll see cars at our sister property, the Virgin River Hotel and Casino. And then during that open header cruise, these cars really open it up and they get to, <laughs> they cruise through town and, and, uh, not a bad spot to, to look at these great cars when that's going around. And, and I think that's the beauty of this event is you don't only get to look at these great cars, but You get to see what's under the hood and see them in action with the open header cruise, the slow drag, roaring engines, and that burnout competition. So, like I said, car fan, you got to get up here for Super Run September 17th through the 19th.
1: Yeah, and it's open to the public and it's free. Uh, but if you want rooms, where do they go to get rooms?
3: Absolutely. Go to CasablancaResort.com or VirginRiver.com and uh, book, book your hotel as soon as you can. Uh, we will sell out that weekend with over 600 cars and all the great car fans coming up to Mesquite for that weekend. We're definitely going to be sold out that weekend.
1: Yeah, so it's a great event um, that you guys put on. And as you said, over 600 vehicles. Um, And as you said, every possible combination of cars from a, a, you know, a classic car to rat rods, um, you know, and then the, you know, when they have these burnouts and things, I mean, you got flames coming out of the exhaust. Uh, It's a great event, a great event for anybody that's a car buff. Uh, And if you're not a car buff, maybe we can turn you into a car buff by coming up and checking it out.
3: Absolutely. There's nothing better than bringing the whole family up here. It's free to the public. We'll wander around and see just some beautiful cars. And, yeah, once you get that, that uh, classic car itch, it's, it's hard to get uh, to scratch it. But walking around and getting to see all these cars in action is a great way to uh, enjoy a great weekend up here at the Casablanca Resort.
1: Right. And, you, and you've got the Casablanca Resort in itself with its uh, unbelievable pool and spa. Uh, you've got the hotel with the, uh, uh, the restaurants. And it's a one-stop shop, basically, if you, if you come up there to the Casablanca Hotel up in Mesquite. So, Christian, I want to thank you very much for talking about the 2021 Super Run, which will go from September 17th, 18th, and 19th at the Casablanca and Virgin River Hotel and Casino. So, Christian, thank you for coming on the show and informing our listeners of this event. Thanks, Coach. All right, Welcome to Coach's Corner, and we've got a great guest here, Julia Abouzaid, the general manager of Mesquite Gaming Casablanca Hotel and Resort. So, welcome to the show. Thanks, Coach.
4: Thanks for having me.
1: Now, we've got some great news about the Casablanca. You've, you've, you have kind of just swept a bunch of awards here um, in the Review General's annual Best Of, correct?
4: That is correct. The Casablanca Resort received the gold award as top destination uh, for uh, for our hotel and our property.
1: That's awesome. I'm very thrilled about that's, that. That's the best you can get. That's the best you can get. So
4: It's an amazing recognition for, for well, our property. Espe- well, and,
1: and especially who you have to compete against because you're competing against the big boys down here in Las Vegas. That is correct. So that that is totally awesome. Awesome and yep. unbelievable. So um, now one of the things in some of the if people don't know you offer everything at the casablanca you've got gaming you've got a world-class spa you've got unbelievable dining at catherine's uh that that in in of itself has received a bunch of awards correct so catherine steakhouse
4: won the silver award that is correct we took a silver award and fine dining
1: yes and that's awesome and also Casablanca is one of the top 100 romantic restaurants in the country, uh, correct?
4: Four years in a row on Open Table. We're very thrilled about that prestigious honor.
1: Yeah, that's that's great. And if you haven't been to the, the restaurant, it's unbelievable. Service is great. Food is unbelievable. And right now we're finishing up stone crab season. we got about another couple, three weeks maybe, of stone crab. And they have their stone crab flown in fresh daily. And it's unbelievable. Um, and, and along with... The other, you have great wine selections, but the thing that's really amazing to me—very, very economical for anybody that wants to come and, and have a great meal at a very good price compared to what's happening down here in Las Vegas.
4: Absolutely, Catherine's is a very affordable fine dining restaurant. Uh, great steaks. Uh, we have great seafood. And we're just thrilled that we we have that recognition on the silver award for the fine dining, and and we took bronze also for best date night spot at Catherine's. <laughs> so super excited about all the awards that that B Gaming and Casablanca took from the Best of Las Vegas.
1: And it's definitely an experience you have to you have to go and, and visit it. It's, it's a great experience. The service is outstanding. Food is great. Um, your wines your wines are compared to what's the price of a bottle of wine in Vegas would be 50% could, maybe.
4: Oh, absolutely. You could get two bottles for the price of one out here in Mesquite.
1: <laughs> right. Right. So, um, so again, if you get a chance and you're up in up in the Mesquite area, stop over, go to, you got to get a reservation though. Cause they, they're packed. They, they we sell out quick.
4: We do. We do.
1: Yeah. Sure. Now you've also got some additional awards. You've got some bronze awards. For the Casablanca Resort and Casino, right?
4: Absolutely. The Casablanca took bronze in a few different categories. We took best of golf course at the Casablanca Golf Course, Uh, best family and friendly hotel. You know, pool season is here, so and the pool is heated and open seven days a week now. Uh, Great staycation. We're only 70 miles outside of Vegas. So, you know, head north on the 15, and and you've come to a great little spot for a little R&R.
1: Right, and you've got you've also have the best family friendly hotel, best romantic spot, best spa and salon, and your spa is basically it's a world class spa. Let's be let's be real about it; it's a world class spa.
4: Yeah, you can't go wrong with a nice uh, ninety nine dollar package out there with a hotel room and a and a fifty minute treatment out at the spa. It's, it's top rated spa and very affordable. We're very happy to have uh, that amenity out
1: here in Mesquite. And your sister property, the Virgin River. Got the Best Destination Casino Resort Award in a bronze area, too.
4: Yeah, the Virgin River is a little bit more kid-friendly out there. We've got a bowling alley. We've got yeah. an arcade, a uh, bunch of things for kids to do. And, and they're also pet-friendly out there. So, you know, Virgin River is definitely uh, definitely another uh, exciting uh, award out there for us. Yeah.
1: So just just to recap again, you received the Gold Award in the Review Journal's annual Best Of for the Top Destination Casino Resort, which, again, when you're you're playing against the big boys, how did you do this? What, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, we're thrilled. You know, our little gem in the desert out here it was recognized for such a prestigious award. And, and you know, our staff, we've got 25-year-plus employees out here, so they do take pride in, in this award as well, and we're very fortunate to have those people working for us. But it, it's, it's definitely uh, such an achievement and amazing status for us uh, especially over, you know, getting through this difficult year, but we did it here in Mesquite, and we received our gold award. Very happy.
1: Yeah, it's, that's a that's an outstanding award, and I, I I want to compliment you and your staff, and you know all your support people there, and um, and like and like I said, people people are missing what is there. I mean, you got to go up and check it out. It's an unbelievable place. It's not it's not overwhelming, but it's not tiny. So it's right. kind of a, 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 a the right size. Everybody's is friendly. Um, the the rooms are great. The food is awesome. Even even your daily restaurant. It, yeah,
4: our our cafe our cafe is great. We have daily specials. We have uh, Chinese specials. We have uh, authentic Chinese chefs cooking in the kitchen seven days a week. Uh, really happy about that. We have a, a steak and and lobster special in our cafe. Which is an an amazing uh, amazing meal as well.
1: Right. So, if you're interested, you can get call eight seven seven Getaways. That'll be eight seven seven four three eight two nine two nine. Or visit MesquiteGaming dot com for all the information about the hotel, the spa, the golf course. Like I said, it's a one stop destination for for whatever you need. It's whatever you need. It's there. They've got it. They've got it covered.
4: Yes, we do, and we're very happy about that. So, come on down to Mesquite and uh check out the Casablanca Resort.
1: Well, we want to thank you uh for coming on the show and letting our listeners know about the the awards uh, that you've won in the great hotel. have been talking with Julia Abuzaid, the general manager of the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada. Thanks, coach. Heat tail
0: gator. Wow, can you believe it's the Raiders versus Ravens game for Monday Night Football, September 13th in Las Vegas with fans in the stadium? Everyone is charging $100 plus just to get in, and drink prices are outrageous. FanFest Vegas only has a $25 cover with your first draft free. And look, they're only four blocks from the stadium at Valley View and Diablo. Also, they have real former Super Bowl champion players from the Raiders, like all-time stack leader Greg Townsend in the house. Plus, one lucky fan will win two tickets for the game at the 4 p.m. raffle. Honey, join us at FanFest Vegas tailgate party with DJ and live fans. For tickets and information, go to FanFestVegas.com.
1: And good news, anybody attending FanFest, if you have youngsters 12 years of age and under, They are free, so come on by at FanFest.